0: My skin is black.
1: What you my at?
0: skin yeah. is
1: black. I feel so
0: good to be black right now. All right. <laughs> I know it's black. been a while since you guys have seen my face. Welcome to episode 63 of the Black and Fashion Podcast. Oh, I lied. Episode 64. Welcome huh. to episode 64 of the Black and Fashion Podcast. I know you guys have missed seeing my face on YouTube, so I'm back like never before. And today I am joined by Jay. Jay is a model, a wardrobe stylist, a personal shopper, a fashion consultant, a lice masseuse, as well as a barber. So, welcome, Jay. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you,
1: thank you, thank you for having me. So, Thanks I'm
0: definitely help. gonna hop right in, and I need to unpack all of that okay. because you got a a, a lot, lot going yeah. on there. Definitely, I can tell you a go-getter just by all the different titles. (laughs) Um, But I just want to take a second to, like, acknowledge our sponsors for the episode. We're sponsored by um, Miata. I think I said that wrong. She probably going to kill me. Miata. I think that's right. Me Etta. yeah. It is an accessory brand, and it has um, all pieces made directly in Africa. You actually can use promo code BNF15 to shop on the website. Everything is handcrafted, beautifully made, quality, everything. So definitely te- check it out. I'll definitely drop the Instagram and the website in the show notes for you guys to check out. So, Jay, tell me a little bit about, like, your background, where you're from, and, like, what fueled you to take on multiple different uh career fields
1: um i'm jason okay. um i live in uh rockland county new york mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know where that is they think yeah, it's like so cool. yeah is Long Island? No. <laughs> no. look
0: at me is it westchester <laughs> good
1: try good try it's close you, you see oh it's just close okay, westchester.
0: um
1: it's on the other side of westchester okay. so like there's a tap and Z- Z-
2: mm, nope. no okay <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so uh, I live in Rockland County, New York, Mm -hmm. um, and what fuels me to do all those things? Yeah, Um, like,
0: what's, I guess, how did you grow up, you know, what's your background, like, and what kind of got you, we can start with the first career field that you got into, and then, you know, what led you into, like, the second career field?
1: Okay, um, well, uh, I, I, I started working at a physical therapy office. Mm Mm-hmm. And working at a physical therapy office, um, I just kinda, my thing was seeing people walk in and they're so upset because they're in pain. Mm-hmm. And seeing them leave with just joy on their faces, like after after the session is like done, after they've done everything, all their PT, mm-hmm. um, just seeing them happy uh, is what fuels me. And just having conversations with them. You know, it's a lot of old people, but.
0: Okay.
1: Um, yeah, that fueled me, and... Um,
0: Who's talking about specifically, like, the massage? This
1: is the ma- massage, yeah, right. Okay. So um, so then, uh, but growing up, leading to that, I was always massaging my mom. Okay. So I was always paying attention to, like, how the therapist would work on the, the patients.
2: Okay.
1: Um, so I then was like, you know what? Why not? learn how to do this professionally because my mom would always say like oh yeah I feel good after a massage Mm -hmm. sometimes you know it's your mom talking so you're like maybe you're just saying that just to gas me up you know Mm -hmm. um but no um she ended up uh, well I ended up um pursuing that uh so then I got my license um, and then I started working. I haven't told a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, but I, I was working with the New York Rangers uh, for nice. two years. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that was a great experience. Okay.
0: Um, Coincidentally, my mom has a degree in massage therapy, too. Oh, yeah? yeah
1: Look she, at that. Yeah, okay.
0: She, she only utilized it, but yeah, she, she got well, it when I was in high school.
1: Yeah, a lot of people, you know, that's the g- great thing about it. You have the opportunity to use it or not use it.
0: Gotcha. You know. So what, what kind of got you started in fashion?
1: So... Um, <laughs> I, growing up as a kid, I was, I wasn't fortunate as everybody else. I'm sure a lot of people can probably say the same story, but gotcha. um, I had two pairs of jeans. Okay. So I had literally purple jeans, like what you have on your wall here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But in the dark, yeah, I got dressed in the dark. Okay. In the dark, it was, um, it was blue.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I had those jeans and I had black jeans. Okay. And so like... I would go to school and I would always alternate. Okay,
0: between the purple and the black. Between the right. Okay. And then
1: I was always I would always have to try to find outfits to put together with that just to make it match. Sometimes okay. I would think the jeans are blue, sometimes it's purple, but anyway, I would come out with crazy outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day um, I went to school and this girl told me that um, she I was always getting made fun of and she said I bet you I know what color jeans you're wearing tomorrow. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Okay. so okay, like, me your business, like? right. So for me, I'm like. <laughs> I never thought people really pay attention to like, really what you're wearing at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was like, I cried, you know, I was mm-hmm. young. So um, I cried and then I was like, you know what? I'm never gonna let nobody talk to me like that. Gotcha. Then I started, uh, I started finding a job. I went to get a job. Mm-hmm. And then after getting a job, I started just looking at different styles. Cause there's a lot of things that I liked, but I couldn't afford it. Um, And so I started buying stuff, random stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I'm like, okay, now I have the money, I could put stuff together. Um, Fast forward, um, I then was in college and uh, I was going to, I was trying to find out information about a yoga class. Mm -hmm. Um, Just cause I like to be Zen, I'm like chill, you know? So uh, leading to that, I ran into a producer. Uh, His name is Jay Classic. Um, and he was like, y- you know, we have similar styles. We both have uh, similar styles, and I want to use. Have you ever styled anybody before? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> you
0: thought about lying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally did. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. But then I'm like, you know, if I lie, then he's gonna he's gonna give me he's gonna ask me stuff that I don't know the answer, answer to. to. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so then he, we exchanged numbers. He was, well, he said to me, um, if one day I give you a call, will you be ready to work? Mm. Even though, you know, you never, this could be your first time. You know mm. what I mean? Um, and he said, since your style is like mine, I trust you to do whatever. Okay. So, Somebody
0: gave you like creative control. Right. Like creative right, right. Okay. Right, right,
1: right. And for me, that's, I like that control because I need, I need you to know I know what I'm doing.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know what I mean? Don't waste my time and I'm not gonna waste your time. Gotcha. So, um so then he called me, um, and we started we started working from there. Um, and he he has a lot of connects. So as we started working, uh uh he introduced me to Hood Celebrity.
2: Okay.
1: Um and from he, after he introduced me to Hood Celebrity, uh, we kinda we all kind of was hanging out. Um and I, I feel like she kinda wanted to sit back and kinda see what type of person I was first, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then, you know, we all became cool. We all became cool. And then one day she was like, yo, I like your style. Your style is dope. You know what I mean? You're different. You got like a, you got a different swag to your style.
0: I was going to ask you, how would you describe your style? Like in three words, well, three adjectives.
1: All right, let's see. I would say um, classy. Okay. Unique and uh, colorful.
0: Classy, unique, and colorful. Okay, and that's what she was drawn to. Right, right, uh-huh.
1: right. And it, because it, it's like the things that I put together you wouldn't think <laughs> would work.
0: How does she describe your style?
1: Well, I mean, uh, I wouldn't, Okay, <laughs> because she
0: said she said she, like, she yeah. down, but did she like, so, say it was a certain reason why she was drawn to it. Like, yeah, it so, those same right.
1: So, it's like, like I said, it was, it was the things, the way I put things together. Okay. Right, so a lot of times, so, um, I'm a brand ambassador for Monstars, Stars. Okay. And I was wearing a hat one time and, um, a lot of people wear their stuff differently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So... I was wearing the hat, and I just the way I put it together was different and she said to me, she said, "Yo, like, I would have never really looked at it until together. you know what I mean, yeah, <laughs> until I looked at you and really saw how you put it together that's dope, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of a lot of the the people that follow me like the way I put things together
0: gotcha. yeah. would you say um that when you're styling and working with like you know whether it be celebrities or you know individual clients stuff like that that you have a hard time i guess like working with people that like have budgets because i feel like that's like an ongoing thing for people that's in like that wardrobe stylist personal shopping feel like it's so much work that has to happen like with you going and researching things Mm -hmm. and going buying things and go returning things or fittings, alterations, do you feel like that, you know, it's easy to maintain a clientele, um, you know, that has money or is it on the difficult side because you're always trying to work around somebody else's budget?
1: Well, um, that's a great point. Uh, I do find that uh, a bit difficult um, mm-hmm. because, yeah, like you said, sometimes you will have people who have a budget. But as I told you before, I want to, I want to create a way where you don't have to go to the Gucci store, Louis store, um, just affordable outfits, right. You know what I mean? Like, there, there is, there's affordable things out there. It's just how you, would you put, how would you put it together, How would you accessorize it? Right. Um, and now, uh, for the, most expen- the the expensive taste,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: sky's the limit. Right, you know.
0: But how does that work for you as the person that's providing the services? Like, are you charging by the hour? Are you doing it like as a flat rate? Like, regardless of like the money that they have to pay, like for the clothing, how are you as the expertise? Mm-hmm. How are you making your money based off of their budgets?
1: Well, uh, so for the expensive taste, I do per hour.
0: Good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and for the. Uh, for, you know, the people who can't afford, I do flat rate. Yeah. Um, so it's it's I kinda see it as like when I do massage, mm-hmm. when I go to a, a client's house, um, sorry to say, but if you go to a mansion, I'm not gonna charge you fifty dollars a session, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So if, if I go to somebody that's, you know, you can tell the least fortunate house where, you know, um, you know what to price the person. Yeah, you know, sure.
0: so so you don't get prices till you get there.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we do. Speak
0: your <laughs> truth. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm like that too. I mean, I own a consulting business, so like depending on like you know, I can pretty gauge pretty much gauge from a consultation like with a client that's you know really interested in the services and you know the type of questions they ask. So I mean, I try to keep my pricing pretty standardized, but when I know that this person is gonna be, I ain't gonna say a problematic client, but when I know they're gonna need extra help and extra everything, I. I do charge it up because I'm like, okay, this person gonna be different, right, right, so they right, finna right, pay right. for all the headache and right. all the time so right. that I'm gonna have to spend going back and forth with them, and I will up a price based on that because I'm just like, I can already tell I'm finna spend a lot of time on you, and time is money, so I'm gonna price a little high because I got a feeling that this gonna take up a lot of my time. Mm-hmm.
1: Now let me ask you a question. Being mm-hmm. that you said you are a fashion consultant, mm-hmm. um, do you do you have people who um, how did you say?
0: You want me to explain my business? Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> the only
1: reason why, because like, there's times people ask you things, but...
0: Well, my, I think did, my business is a little different. Okay, I don't know ahead, how much Lily right, has right, told ahead. you about my business. I don't do custom clothing. Okay. I don't work with like um, people who are who need me to dress them or anything like right, that. Okay, I don't okay. do any of that. I make clothing lines. Oh, so if right. you're a des- my clientele is designers, visionaries, creators. So if you have an idea, you come to me like, "Hey, this is what I want to make." and Mm -hmm. that's what I do I do pattern making sample making fitting production manufacturing so my whole business is based around people who have this dream of being a fashion designer but didn't go to school for fashion or don't know how to sew or don't know how to even get an item produced so my entire business is built around honestly I call myself the fashion fairy godmother I bring your vision and your dream to life and I pretty much do everything except for shoes so if you want to start a handbag line a wallet line swimwear menswear kidswear it doesn't matter I can make anything on the sun so that's what my business is built on so i'm a i call one well, name my business is lc apparel consulting so okay we very rarely say fashion because i mean we do a lot of different things we do home decor items we do headwear well-rounded. We okay. of stuff. it's well-rounded yeah i have a pretty big team and we do everything and so, so it's not just me um i'm the owner but i have a in-house pattern makers in-house sample makers tailors, seamstresses a fabric coordinator like we got a full-on Team. We have a studio in Bushwick. Okay. Um, and we just we, get, we just opened that studio. We've been open for two weeks. before that, we've been doing everything out of my house. Oh.
1: Yeah. We just opened
0: the studio. <laughs> that's the crazy
1: thing. Everything starts from home.
0: Yeah, everything started at home. Yeah. It was me and them and I have a two bedroom, like brownstone and in the front it was like four people working in one room. It's like mm-hmm. three people in the living room, somebody working the other shit in the kitchen. Yeah, I was it's like, like we a factory it. right. It was a factory <laughs> in my living room and yeah. now it's it's done. It's a done deal. But I feel like um, there is a lot of like com- like fashion consultants that work with our clients mm-hmm. Like help them develop their ideas and their brand um, Do their styling for them um, come up with different like concepts be like their social media managers and stuff like that To help them well around a lot of these people who work with me literally have no idea They just have a idea, mm-hmm. but don't know how to Executed, so they need multiple people people that can style, people that can do social, people can style their photo shoots, but also people that can create content. They need right, brand ambassadors, right, right. as you mentioned. And I did want to ask you about that. So, as a brand ambassador, you're it's, it's almost like the same thing, it's like kind of like being an influencer, right? Like, you wear items, you post them, and yeah. like you have like a promo code attached to it, so you work with a lot of different brands and designers. Yeah, okay, um, so what yeah. does that look like? Because I know a lot of people was always trying to get into like brand ambassadoring and influencing, mm. so how did you kind of get into that?
1: Um, well, I I knew this, this guy for a long time. We went to high school together. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually were on the phone last night and uh, he actually told me, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that set people apart from just workers. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people who are hungry. There's people who see the same vision as you. And I saw the same vision that he did uh, mm. with the brand, um, and so as he saw that, he was like, you know, he there's certain things that you you as yourself, you'll go out your way if you want something. Right. For me, I knew that I I knew that the product, the the merch was gonna be something good. Mm. So I would always go out my way to like, yo, what do you need? Do you need me to help you? You know what I mean? Do you need me to trim some of the 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 the, 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 the thread Threads. you know mm-hmm. do you need me to do that um and then from there he kind of took that in you know and it, it, he said this the little things mm-hmm. you know it's not so much the big things because you'll have people who say yo I love your product let me can I work for, you know I'll do anything for free then when come time they're gonna see the product is booming and they're gonna be like, "Yo." Can I get 12% or can I get 15%? You know what I'm saying? For me, it's never like that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's like, yo, let's do this. I already see the value in it.
0: Gotcha. You see it from the jump straight. Right. That's good. That's what's up. So how do you go about, like, wardrobing? Like, is that, I feel like, is there a difference between, like, I guess, wardrobing, I guess, Styling and well, so I guess so styling is more so like for like celebrities for certain occasions, yeah. Whereas, like, wardrobing is more of the lifestyle kind of thing. Is that how you kind of break it up?
1: Well, I uh, I, I put wardrobe styling because a lot of people, if you just put styling, there's that's that's a, a wide brand of things, right? Because you're a barber, right? So right, too, right, right, is right. Under right. Um, so I put wardrobe for to, to focus on the clothes, gotcha. um. But I, you know, it's funny you so said, I was actually thinking about that. Being that I do all these things, should I, should I? Should Change up the
0: world? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how, I'm honestly, that's how I came up with the whole Fashion Fairy Godmother thing. Because yeah. I do so much. Because I am a, asks me, and people ask me what I do. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm a designer too. I have my right. own handbag line. I have my own jumpsuit, Look at my that, own jacket yeah. line. So that's one of my bags right there. Um, I'm, I own an apparel consulting business. Um, okay. I do a podcast. Um, I own a non-for-profit called the Black Girls Designer Club. Um, I do. I'm a teacher. So I teach pattern making, sewing, all that stuff. So, like, you know, I'm a mentor. I have, like, mentees in a non-profit. So I'm just like, well, yeah, I'm a fashion fairy godmother. So whatever you want, I got it. That's why I came up with, like, the godmother thing. It's just, like, she brings visions and realities to fruition. So whether it's me teaching you, whether it's me consulting you, whether – you utilizing my services, whether I'm mentoring you, it all falls under the godmother word. So I feel like when you wear multiple hats, you kind of gotta find something that rings yeah. bells for you that is associates with all that. And that I changed that on my business card. On my business card. I was like designer slash production R- manager slash R- product right, right. development manager slash philanthropist slash educator. So I'm just like, this is too many goddamn words. Yeah. And then even in my Instagram profile, I'm like, just too many words. I well, have to I mean, narrow it down, like, and get it to one. So I was like, what is you, everything yeah. in the fashion world yeah no i totally get
1: it it's same same thing i mean i'm going through it right so
0: you're now we are gonna have to come up with a name
1: for you yeah that's i'm i'm, I'm trying to make i'm trying I bet to work
0: you i come up with it by the end of this interview don't don't
1: don't <laughs> i hope you do actually I do.
0: My, my wheels is already turning so i'm already over here thinking about well what you could be called because you wear all these hats but it's just yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna leave to the end of the episode. All right, all right, all right, yeah, because right, right. I, I got something cooking up here. As long as it's <laughs> nice and smooth, that's it all is. I like. So all be, it's to be. It could be called the handsome hustle. Oh,
1: did I, y'all hear that?
0: Because <laughs> you're a hustler, because of all the hats you wear, and it's a very well groomed, like a handsome man.
1: Yeah, thank you. The handsome you. hustle, thank and that you. don't
0: even have to be your name. That could just be the name of, of the, all the businesses yeah. because. I have all of those businesses like found under like a super corporation. The super corporation is the, you know, Lenny's Collier, the fashion fairy godmother. Right. And all those LLCs are underneath that one thing. Just right. like LVMH Group. Right, right, right. So right. you could easily do that. Like it is the some Hustle Incorporated or Enterprise and all okay. that falls underneath it.
1: Hold on, let me write this in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead,
0: go ahead. So what would you say is easier to style, men or women? And you better spell handsome and hustle like a fucky way, and then get you a good graphic designer. <laughs> H <H-H>. H. <laughs> I just put you on.
1: <laughs> My goodness, hold on! I'm taking all this in right now.
0: As you should. That's the goal. That is the goal. I hope that I can, you know, give <laughs> as you came and drove out. Absolutely, to do this. we I all we, we all out here <laughs> hope to you help you can each Benefit other. from this in some way. That's the goal.
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm sorry, what was the last question? Men
0: or women on the styling? Who's easier to style?
1: Um, I will say men. Okay. Uh, Simply because, I mean, working with females, um, and I can speak from experience, um, uh, females deal with being bloated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they deal with... Um, if their butt is too big, if just the size or them not working out properly, they don't want to, you know, so that's what I was going to ask you before as a fashion consultant, mm-hmm. but you explained it to me. Oh, but, I
0: still got that issue because you got a whole bunch of designers who think they supposed to be their fit model. Right. And I be like, you got to think about the consumer. So right, that, right, that, right, that right. fit and that 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 waist to hip ratio and all that, I deal with all that constantly because I'm always trying to get the right fit. Right, right, so, right, so, right. Uh, right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And not only that, but it's like they you end up being like a psychologist to them. Facts. You know, like yeah. they 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 start pouring onto you
0: their insecurities. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, and then you have to be like, listen. We don't need that. Right. You gotta suck it. You know, we You're beautiful. We, right, right, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like and it's you gotta constantly do that. Constantly do that. And that's mm-hmm. that's something that I uh, In this field, I, I realized that I, it's a consistent thing mm-hmm. um, So yeah,
0: so I have a segment that I like to do It's called um, It's a success, or mm-hmm. it's a disaster So I want you to tell me about like a time like, you know during your journey where something really really bad happened But it like, you know, maybe was an eye-opener for you and mm-hmm. it like helped you like trans not translate, but like maybe transition or do something different within your business after, you know, this disaster occurred that, you know, turned into like, you know what, I learned my lesson but this is what I do moving forward.
1: Um, let's see. I I had a photo shoot mm-hmm. and um, for me, I like to always be prepared, but at the time I wasn't. Okay. So, uh, I got the design, the clothes from the designer, brought them to the 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 client, mm-hmm. and the clothes are supposed to be ironed or let's say steamed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't have a steamer.
2: Okay.
1: I didn't have a rack. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, sometimes I like to make things tighter mm-hmm. i didn't have anything to all i didn't have like no pins, pins or anything no yeah no okay. clips and then i thought to myself what the fuck am i doing <laughs>
0: <laughs> no rack no steamer no clips, yeah like no pins.
1: okay yeah and then the most important thing no card
0: mm. no
1: business card mm. um
0: so you was completely unprepared
1: i was unprepared uh-huh. um but i Things like that, I, 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 not to say I love going through that, but it's a fucking wake up call. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, granted, I didn't lose a client. Um, the client was understandable. But it Um, could have been a different situation. It could have been a different client, could have been pissed. Absolutely. I could, it could have been a client, it could have been a celebrity client.
2: Right.
1: True. You know what I mean? And when they come across things like that, they're like, I just gave you an opportunity and you fucked up like
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. True.
1: So. Um. Yeah. Uh. That. So after that, I bought myself a rack. I bought myself a steamer. <laughs> um, portable steamer. Port-a- yeah, portable okay. steamer. Um, I got cards, but you don't kill me because I ran out. <laughs> 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 um. But yeah, I got cards, but mm-hmm. um, I then started doing like getting like receipt paper for like. Invoices and stuff, you know, gotcha. just so I could give it to them. Here, here you go.
0: I just hope you got you that know. electronic now.
1: <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. We work, we working on it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we
0: gonna get you electronic though. Get <laughs> we'll electronic so they can hit that pay now. Go right into yeah. your bank account. They pay with their credit the card, Apple Pay, or Google Pay.
1: You know what? Every time I I be scrolling on my um on my feed, mm-hmm. I always see that Instagram. Um, it be popping up. It's like a little like a white thing, right? That you.
0: Well, actually, you ain't even got to do that cause, Like, if you're invoicing someone and you're yeah. not in front of them like or whatever, you can use like Square. Oh, like, right. Square yeah, yeah, really yeah. Right, and, like, right. Square, you can yeah. create invoices on Square. You don't have to just do Square point of sale. Okay. You can actually create an invoice on Square and it'll go to their email and then they can click pay invoice and it gives them the option of paying with Google Pay, right, okay. Apple Pay, putting in their credit card, leaving like they uh banking and routing an account number on file. Like it's literally like at least five to six different payment methods once right. they receive that. Oh, you can of course okay. do point of sale and go ahead and swipe a card for yeah. it, but if not, it's a seamless way as well. And they can also book their appointments via Square. So you can keep everything in okay. one place. One, so that's yeah, I yeah. use Square. Okay. I use it for people who book services. Uh, they book a consultation through there. They book classes through there, um, and then they also get their invoices and stuff like that to there. So everything's all in one system.
1: Okay.
0: Definitely a good system to have, and all the things come text or email. So whichever okay. one is uh, more seamless for the client. For them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold so so i put uh, you on. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> what, that's you know what that's what I love because I I always say that. Uh, I always got so much to learn.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's, there's like I'll never think I know everything. Even though I, if I'm good at something, I'm good at it. But there's always, there's always so much. oh learning room. never stops. Yeah. I, I
0: learn something new every day, and I, you know, then you have to reevaluate even when you know things. Exactly, so like you may yeah. have. Decided to do one certain procedure or structure or service within your business and you realize that, in all honesty, it ain't effective.
2: Right. And it's not right. working. And right. if it's not
0: working and it's not effective, then now you got to shift gears. Yep. Now you got to try something else. Yep. So learning never ends. Yep. Like, it's endless. And, you know, you always got to be a student of your business and listen and, you know, definitely evolve as things evolve. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's important to me. Uh, just learning from different people. Mm-hmm. Um. And like styling, right? You'll have situations where the clothes you may think the the clothes was gonna fit, but it don't fit. Yeah. Now, how are you gonna make that baggy part? How are you gonna make that fitted for them? You right. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and it's like you gotta kind of learn that as you go. What are you gonna do? How do you how are you gonna alter that? Gotcha. You know.
0: Well, I have a class for that too, oh, yeah. like look, fitting and like tech and stuff that. like that, and like yeah. how to look at something and know when it's off or how to how to fix something like that. Like if you got puckering or you mm-hmm. got you know, maybe it needs a better dart intake. Maybe the waist needs to come up a little bit more. So. I may need to take that yeah. Plan, yeah. So. Yeah. Very good class. <laughs> so what would you say um, during like this pandemic? Has it been you know um, hard like trying to keep up with like the styling business, or you know has it been afloat? And you know I feel like we in the the rim of like you Know the black designers and making sure you're buying black. So, when you're styling, you know, during this time, are you pulling from black designers? That you find that that's like you know, kind of like the direction you're headed in, or you're trying to keep a very, very, bir- you know, diverse portfolio? Like, where is the direction you're going right now due to like what's currently going on in the world?
1: Um, well, um, my people always come first, of course, so black designers is who I go to right now. Um, not to say I'm opposed to anybody else, mm-hmm. but my people come first. That's and then cool. after, sky's the limit, Gosh. you know? Um, but I'm not gonna say, like, if somebody approaches me or if I meet somebody that th- I think their stuff is dope, I'm not gonna work with them.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, not the, that's not
1: that's it, true. you know? But your first priority is But my first, first priority, right. I
2: feel you. Okay, all
0: right, I hear it, I'm here for <laughs> it, I'm here for it. Um, I just wanted to I, I forgot to mention it so I probably should have Throughout my segment, that my sponsors again. You always gotta acknowledge. Uh, <laughs> you do. You gotta stay on top make of sure them because you get in all that of the sponsors, yeah, I'm right. That's why I had to look at it to make sure I had it. And it is. It is Miata. So I said oh, it right I, the I, first I, time. I just sure. <laughs> just wanna make sure I acknowledge our sponsors again. Miata is a luxury retailer of ethnically made, handcrafted accessories for stylish and conscious women who lead, inspire, and empower. And you know, we pride ourselves in creating conscious fashion that is 100% made in Africa and supports African artisans and designers. So just, guys, make sure you use code BNF15 um, for an additional 15% off your purchase as well. So just getting back into the realm of, like, the designing, the styling, the barbering, um, how did you get into, like, cutting hair, too?
1: Oh, we don't want to talk about that. Is <laughs> well, it because you had to
0: cut your own hair? You You had to learn? Well,
1: yeah, something like that. Okay. So, So back in the day, mm-hmm. you know how in the, we'll say, the 80s, you know how they used to have the little uh, the little extra hair on the, the back of their head?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah so. I feel like everybody in New Edition had that. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> right, right, right. So me growing up, that that's what I had. Okay. So I had the little poof poof back there and um I made I got made fun enough, you know. They was like, you know, what happened to the rest of your haircut? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Did they leave that part out? So I was like, you know what? I gotta l I g I gotta do something. So uh, YouTube became my best friend.
2: Okay.
1: YouTube became my best friend, um, and I just started. Thank God I had the the three three mirrors. Mm-hmm. So one in front, two on the side. Oh, so you was like this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> so, I had I, I just I just folded it, and then I was looking. You know what I mean? So, and I just learned how to keep my my wrist straight, and uh, from there it was it was all good. Gotcha. It was all good. Okay. Yeah. So I I I started. Cutting my own hair and then f- cutting my own hair, I started like you know let, let me let me get a little fancy. Let me see how you do a fade. Let me see how you do. Let me uh, start mohawk. playing with it. Yeah. Let me let me do a part. Let me see how nice I am. Let me not go too crazy though, cause I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then I end up. Uh, more people started seeing my haircut. Yo, who cut your hair. Who cut your hair. I, I cut my own hair. Um. And then from there, it was. That's how I started. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you you one of those uh, YouTube University people?
1: I mean, you can learn a lot from yeah. I, yeah. I ain't
0: gonna lie, you can learn a lot from YouTube. And do you feel like you need to have education? Because I feel like I've had you know two different types of stylists in here, like multiple ones. I've, had, mm. I've you know interviewed a lot of different stylists and wardrobe. And then there's like some of them that like went to school or like not necessarily a um design school but more like a, a fashion academy you know misa hilton has like a fashion academy then some of them like you know i learned it along the way i've had mm-hmm. one in, like work in tv do you find that um you need to go and educate yourself like when it comes to pretty much anything or do you feel like it's enough information out there accessible and available where if you just buckle down and educate yourself you won't have to spend as much on education
1: mm-hmm. um I I do think uh there, there's a lot out there. Mm-hmm. Um the internet, books, um and there's also people.
2: True.
1: You know, like p- pe- <laughs> right, <easy>. people, right? You see, people are your best friends and like I said you could always learn from different people. Mm. Um and I don't know your connect, you don't know my connect. True. Right? So if we could if if helping helping me get to get there or helping us helping each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot the question again.
0: I was just talking I about like education. I was tra- no, you was okay. like as far as, like the whole education sector. Like, are you? Do you feel like it's necessary, or you can just right? Like, so the things around you.
1: Right. So um, yeah. So people, people always can help you. You know what I mean. But at the same time, it depends. I feel like it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to make your own lane, like. You can make your own lane, but I feel like there's specific things you need to know in fashion, like what kind of chain is this person wearing? You know, if mm-hmm. it's uh, cubic, you know, So if more it's like the deep, like deep, right, right. About, like right.
0: There's like like the fit thing, too, right, the fab- right, right. Fabrics, fabrics yeah, and, okay.
1: Um, because at the same time, you you do want to sound professional when you're with your client.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I
1: mean? You don't want to be like. Oh, that shirt over there or that uh get that jacket or
0: you want to be able just, to specify yeah
1: you know like um I just find that it, it goes a long way okay you know um so but I, th- I do think there's specific things that you do need to learn um but again people will help you with that people like you yourself who right. know certain things um you is gonna help you mm-hmm. um So I mean I d I don't think you really need education for that. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, true. Like I said, I I don't have no background in it.
0: But some people is like gifted with it. Like sometimes you're like either born with it or you're not. Like sometimes it just it's just natural to you. Like it's nothing that anybody can actually teach. Like you can always go ahead and like perfect the skills, but you just sometimes it's just you're just born with it.
1: Well it's just like you can't you could teach style. You can't teach swag
0: this is true
1: that's it
0: <laughs> that is true I can't deny that so what would you say has been like your biggest accomplishment thus far
1: um my biggest accomplishment um well I have I have several okay, so what, what? one of one of them is uh working with the New York Rangers okay. uh doing massage therapy um the other one is uh, working with Hood Celebrity, okay. um, which opened many other doors for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other accomplishment is just getting myself out there. Okay. You know, like out of sight, out of mind. True. You know, and I, I, was, I was at a point where I was like, do I really want to do this?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and it's sometimes, the devil gets in your head, Mm -hmm. you know, and you just got to be like, nah, you got to stand strong, you know, Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, I think, uh, taking that step forward and going to these networking events and meeting new people and, um, just being that name in the room while I'm not there.
0: I like that.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. So, what can we like expect to see like from you next? Like, what's those uh those long term and those short term goals?
1: Um, are I have both. Which
0: one? Uh, say? so, so tell we me
1: so, first. so 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 long term uh long term goal is obviously I I do all these things mm-hmm. right. The goal is to incorporate everything together. Okay. Right. So let's say a celebrity comes up to me. and says, um. Or let's say I work for a celebrity already. Mm-hmm. Now for me, the celebrity comes off, uh, comes off the stage and says, "Hey, damn, like I think I pulled my back while I was on the stage doing, doing the Dougie or something." <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh huh. I got you. Right. Or before they go on stage, yo, I need a cut. I'm not looking too fresh right now. I got you.
0: Come on, one stop shop. You know what I mean? Or oh, mm-hmm. yo, I need
1: a fit for this this dinner I got with with this girl. I got you.
0: So that ain't
1: the handsome hustle. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You—that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of falls. It falls oh, it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the goal. That's. Now you came I up said. with the name, right? <laughs> it's
2: um, I
1: ain't
0: and I ain't patenting <laughs> copyright. That's all you. Boom. Take it. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you.
1: Um... So yeah, that's that's the that's the long term term goal, okay. and I, I want to do that. I want to be able to do that for multiple clients. Okay,
0: I you like know? that.
1: Um, and later down the line, I can have my own. If I'm sure, I'm gonna have people who want to learn how to do certain things. I'll have okay. my students. I'll have um, interns who want to learn how to do certain things, and you know, makes
0: sense. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. So I have um just in my last segment. Um it's called uh It's a muse. Mm-hmm. So if there's any like person that like inspires you or you look up to that you think people should know about or if there's any reading or exhibit or article, anything in particular that you know you feel that you should share as like something that's inspirational or a motivation, could be a person, place mm-hmm. or thing. Um just let us know.
1: Um, well, uh inspiration Uh, my parents are my inspiration um just because uh seeing them wake up every morning you know Mm -hmm. just to put a roof over our head sometimes we don't know the struggles that our parents are going through we don't know what what, what's going on in their head Mm -hmm. but they 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 don't tell us but they do everything they can to provide for us you know um so that's one uh well, uh, yeah, not in not in no particular order. Right. <laughs> um, and I'll say God, um, right. I, a lot of things has changed for me. Uh, I've been praying three times a day, mm-hmm. um, and just seeing the different things, you know, opening my eyes and uh, being grateful. Really, you know, I like that. Um, yeah, uh, right? just a lot of things is coming to me, and then I know it's not me. Mm-hmm. You know, I just got to thank Him for everything. True. Um Feel bad. Uh yeah, opportunities
0: and everything. That's what I Yeah. That uh makes me think about uh, my mom actually. Uh she sends me a, a prayer every morning. Oh, right? yeah? So it's literally the first thing I see when I woke up in the when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. And then like I wanna say like a month like two months ago when mm-hmm. my business first started to grow and you know, I was feeling it. I was feeling the momentum I'm like this is gonna be good, this is gonna be everything. I told my mom that I didn't want to go back to work. I said i was like you know whatever business you right. want to build on your own i'm gonna help you build it on your own and then also you could just work for me but like as far as like you going to punch somebody else's clock or doing something right, that right, you right. really don't want to do you don't have to do that more that's i it. got you and that to me i guess was like one of my biggest accomplishments yeah, yeah. is being like my you don't have to work no that's more. it like you can chill and you can put your feet up and i can set you up so you solid or you can work for me and my mama is just like that go-getter so she of course, works for me now. I just got back yeah. yesterday. I went home and I trained her. Oh, yeah? I had to do all my distribution. Okay. She's my distribution manager now. I'm
1: sure she appreciates that. 100%. She did. It made me
0: think about my mind. Because, like, like, she don't never, like, she won't ever, like, say anything. So like, right. that's like yeah. I got to push it on Out her. And like, yeah. I don't want you to do this. And then, it took her a while to get to that space. But she was even okay with, like, even accepting anything from mm. me. And I'm like, trust me, you know. It doesn't go unnoticed. I and I got a good memory. I know what you did from when I was two all the way up into right, even last right, year. Right. Cause I wasn't in the same place I am right I now know. than I was last year. I was complete opposite to be completely honest. Um, yeah. And she was always there to be the one to like bail me out when I was fucking up or I made right. a bad decision. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So and I always did it without no judgment, no lectures. It's just just like we gonna figure it out. That's I feel it. that, Mama
1: and God. That's it, mother's and love. Daddy. <laughs> and Daddy,
0: hey, hey, hey. father. Hey. Oh, come
1: <laughs> no. on now, there's it, some good fathers
2: out no, there. No, no,
0: mine is mine is fine. He's fine. Okay, yeah. he's good. He, def- <laughs> he was one of my first investors. Um yeah. But me and him, we got close. when I was older or whatever. Yeah, okay. But I was like, no, he my we, that's my homie now. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. good, man. Good.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think uh, I have some. Uh, yeah, I, I have some mentors mm-hmm. um, who also help me out. Um, one of them is actually the, uh, one my boy mm. who owns the uh, clothing line Mono Stars, oh, nice. um, he just the way he approaches things and his look on things, mm-hmm. it kind of makes me think like wow, like I didn't even think about it. like, it's it's just it just opens my eyes to so many different things, um, and I always thank him. We always talk about um, how we help, how he can help me, and how I should, how I could become a better person. In my business mm-hmm. and with people, uh, people, a lot of people can see the beauty in you and they can tell when s- there's an ugly soul, you absolutely. know, um, so my biggest thing is to make sure that I, I stick to my word and um, I stay positive, you know,
0: yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Jay. Just throw out your social media handle so everybody know where to follow you. And I'll also make sure I put this in the show notes.
1: Thank you for having me. Um, You can find me on Instagram at J, the letter J, S-M-O-0-O-T-H. So that's J Smooth.
0: J Smooth. So make sure you guys follow him. Um, Reach out to him for your styling, massage, uh, uh, haircuts, all of it. He do it all. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. And as I always say, stay black. Peace out.
1: Peace.